are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I'm your boy. I'm your host, Dino Red. And I have with me, as always, my ride or dies, Miss Dijon Monique. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, world? It's your girl. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lily. I'm riding on a freeway of love. That's right. Yeah. Y'all better R-E-S-P-E-C-T me. Does it spell it right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just were talking about somebody spelled it wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> what they spell R-E-S-P-E-K? I-C-T. That's Birdman spell it with the K. Okay, respect. There's a respect on it. R-E-S-P-E-K, that's how Birdman spelled it. Yeah. Yeah, we won't let him sing the song. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so before we get into it, I'm going to get into it. I'm just going to put the disclaimer out there right now. I think I'm good. I think I'm good, but you guys know on on your way over here or first, you know, kind of before we even start, I like gave you guys a heads up. Hey, I'm I'm going through it today. I'm kind of in my field. I I had a rough week. I had a rough week, and it was one of those things where it was like it wasn't any one thing. But it was a combination of things. It was three things, and I know what they were. And they finally just wore me down. And today I woke up and was preparing to show whatever, and I started reading some stuff on Facebook, and I just, like, I just I just was just... Overwhelmed, overcome. Yeah, overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And I just was crying and just couldn't stop and was trying to do the show. And, oh, my God. But So let me start at the beginning. So Monday, Tuesday, actually, Tuesday of this week, um, we find out that my boss died. Oh no, what? Yeah, yeah, my boss died. He didn't come to work on Monday and uh his boss or my boss's boss, they they or the upper management found out mm. Monday night. So Tuesday they let us know, right? There's this big thing where the head of the department came, you know, and all the heads or whatever executive officers came and they had to you know, to talk with us and they provided grief counseling and all that stuff. I didn't go and I I felt um I felt a little, a little weirded out, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not because I'm like super close to the guy because I'm not. You know, we weren't friends. He was my boss. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate him. Mm-hmm. Didn't love him. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as bosses goes, he was decent. Mm-hmm. And as far as people go, he was decent. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was part of it, your universe. Like, yeah. 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 But there's things I didn't like about him, things I did like about him. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much that simple. Uh, a lot of other people, though, some of my employees, whatever, like, they they knew him and worked with him a lot longer than I did. Mm-hmm. And they were a lot closer to him too, than mm-hmm. I was. You know, like 20 years. You know, wow. People, right, yeah. So they were really... And plus other people were just... You know, people handle stuff differently. They're like, mm-hmm. there's this one lady in the office. I kind of call her Wanda. Mm-hmm. You remember Wanda mm-hmm. from Good Times? Crying Wanda. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she was... Yeah, she's kind of... 
and she took it so hard she they called the uh paramedics for wow her. she had to go to the hospital because she was hyperventilating and all this other stuff and whatever else and she had like a little bit of a like panic, panic attack. attack right wow no offense yeah. to your friends i hate bitches like that right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was it was you know it was it was you know, a little difficult and then you know uh the, the next day is starting to get a little better you know and just when things are starting to kind of get a little bit better then we find out it was suicide wow this way mm. yeah so that made it even worse the guy mm. was about my age a little bit younger than me he had a wife and daughter daughter a little younger than mine wow and uh wow yeah so that was pretty deep you know so and this whole week at work the office has been had this weird energy you know what i mean yeah and people just waiting to get to the weekend to kind of get over this uh-huh. you know trying to get over this hump and they they even extended the grief counseling over into next week yeah and so you know it's been crazy and are then, you gonna take advantage of that do you know no no i didn't i didn't are you and going so, to no next week no no I'm, I'm, I'm good and so then uh like i said okay so there was that and then the aretha franklin oh, happened, man right? which we knew we knew that she was sick, sick and that she mm-hmm. was dying whatever so we knew it was coming they let us pre-mourn but it's right right and it's it's never as as difficult at least in my opinion, when you know it's coming, mm-hmm. then when yeah. it comes out of nowhere. And an mm-hmm. older you know. person, too. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's not as, exactly. That, that helps. It's not as bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but the, the, the nation, I felt like, pretty much was, and, and you know, mm-hmm. we lost a national hero. Yeah. 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 A legend. Yeah. yeah a legend. You know, we, yeah. A, a national treasure. Yeah. Right. Did, right. Yeah. So definitely. The, the whole country pretty much is grieving over that. So there, there's that. And then, uh, you guys know I lost my mom a couple of years ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple of years. And, you know, for the most part, it's, you know, there's there's times, you guys know, we've all lost people. There's times when this is more difficult than others and whatever. Yeah. And I just think the timing with all this other stuff, whatever, mm-hmm. I knew um, earlier on in the month, I looked at the calendar. I was like, oh, the 18th is coming, my mom's birthday, you know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think anything of it. And then with the stuff that was going on this week, and I had our previously made plans with my buddy Reggie. Shout out to Reggie. Hey, Reg. We were supposed to go out and have a guy's day, just hang out, whatever. We, we, you know, don't hang out like we, like we used to when we were kids, you know. And uh, so when I got up Friday, I had all these things on my mind that I was going to do. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of preoccupied and I kind of forgot that it was the 18th. Mm. And it kind of hit me last night after I had a great day with my buddy Reggie. He took me out. We, you know, we went to lunch. We went to Honey Kettles. Uh, Oh, that's, if you guys, if you've never been to Honey Kettles, you need to Ooh, go. That shit I only heard about it. I haven't been in long. You haven't been? Oh, we got to go. It's so good. So mm. good. Uh, and we went to a movie and we went, you know, shopping in the mall. We just, just hung out the whole day, you know, yeah. just, you know, a few hours, had a good time. And so I got home and I thought about it and, you know, it's just like, wow, you know, my mom would be 81 today. And so I went to bed and I woke up this morning, I got on Facebook and... I posted last night when I thought about it was my mom's birthday that, you know, this would have been my mom's birthday, R.I.P. Mama, you know. And when I got up today and started getting the show ready, and uh Oh, Dina, don't be upset. It's all right. I'm good. <laughs> it's just, um, no, so, um, when I saw all the comments <laughs> from all the people. Mm-hmm. What kind of comments? Just like, you know how when people are like, oh, we're praying for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Stuff like that, oh, you know, that that got me. Yeah, and like you see, like right now, I'm just thinking about it. And you know, a lot of people people give social media, Facebook especially, so much shit 
And sometimes I just think, I'm like, you know, social media is just an extension of us. Yeah. It's not really anything. It's not really its own thing. You know what I mean? It's just this other space where humans are being humans. Mm-hmm. And if your Facebook and your social media or whatever is that shitty, then maybe you should look at yourself and the people you surround yourself with mm-hmm. instead of blaming the social media itself. You yeah, know what I mean? People do that about all. And don't get me yeah. wrong. I know there can be some stuff. I, I've, I've seen it. I've been through it. But you can scroll past stuff. You can not engage. There's things you can do. I'm just, just, just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I just get, I hear social media getting dumped on so much. Yeah. And, you know, and there's people who have never even been on it. Like, I got family members that hate Facebook, never been on Facebook, you know, and they absolutely hate it. But Facebook, <laughs> Facebook has been good to me. Yeah. And it's been way more good than it's been negative. And I mean, I- I've connected with people that I have lost connection with, you know, mm-hmm. years ago. I've, I've gotten close to family members that I've never would have gotten close to otherwise. I mean, and then... A time like this when people take time out to be like, you know. Yeah. Because you touch a lot of people, you know. You reached out, you touch me, and you've you've even helped me in more ways than you even know. Like this year has just been this is like really like church, like therapy for me when I come up here and be <laughs> no, with you. I've been saying that since the so, beginning of this show that we this love is like you, yes. We love you and we support you and we always, always, always going to be here for you, Dino. We love you. We well, do. you know, I would rather say this on social media. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't stand your ass. <laughs> I just come here because I'm trying to bring your ass down from the inside. <laughs> and I thought, well, how could I do it in a way that get me off the hook and still make me look good and gets me on the air? Oh, my God. <laughs> Leave it to Pip light I was about to say, thank you, Pip. <laughs> Lighten it up in here. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thanks, no, we got your back. No. I, you know, it gets that way sometimes. You, we human. That's thank God. Thank God for our feelings because it yeah. let us know like we're that is this is really happening to us. And you know, and 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 uh, the love that you. That's the hard thing about death is uh, uh, we we for, we so focus on that that uh, the life part we forget, and then people we need people to remind us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what people seems like people is doing that that for you, and that's fantastic because yeah. I can I well, I haven't lost my mother. You know, I lost my father, mm-hmm. and I have a similar thing. My father and I weren't very close at all, but there are times. His birthday actually is coming up this week, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, the last time he and I spoke was Father's Day before he passed, and he was gone mm-hmm. by the end of July. And so uh, every time August comes up, I always think of him because his birthday is on the 24th, and, uh, and I always think about the mm-hmm. possibilities of what we could have. And my father wasn't very old. My father actually only would have been in his uh, 60s. Even now. Wow. Yeah. Because they were teenagers when I was born. Yeah. So he would just be in his late 60s right now. Yeah. Well, y'all know my mom, my mom had me when she was young. So I was primarily raised by my grandmother. And um, I don't think I never really told anybody, many people this story, but my, I lived with my grandmother. And one morning I was getting up to get ready to go to school and I, all the lights were on in the house. And I'm like, what? Why did my grandma leave for work in such a haste that she left all the lights on? She left the water running, everything. So I go in her room, turn lights off, and my grandmother was laying there on the floor. She had a heart attack. And I, and I was there. Me and my grandmother lived together. And I was there, and I found her. And was it just the two of you? It was just the two of us. My grandma was raising me. Right. So, um, uh, how old were you? I was like 12 or 13. <sighs> yeah. So it was just... And I was trying to get up and get ready for school. So it was just like a hard, hard, hard thing to do and like a hard, hard thing to get over. But 
I know that. And my grandmother's birthday is August 8th. So, mm. I, yeah. So, I, you know, so I know what it's like when you got that day coming up on the calendar. And I know, my grandma passed one week before uh, Thanksgiving. So I know what it's like when you got these big holidays coming up. And then my grandfather just passed away a few years ago. So I know what it's like to have that pain, that deep, deep, deep pain. But I also know what it's like to have the freedom from knowing that your loved one is in a better place and they're still with you and you can feel their presence and you know that they still love you and you have everything that they taught you. And that's what they were here for, you know what I'm saying? To to do the best that they can. And I, and I am blessed to know that I got to spend that time with her even though it was very short. That's so, this is so interesting, actually. I've been in a situation before where I was involved with a woman that I work with and a man that I work with doing something entertainment-related. Um, this one I had straight nappy in Chicago. So my partner, comedy partner, Rebecca, and our director, Dre. And one of the things that brought the three of us together that we found out we had in common was that our fathers all passed away the same year. Mm. And right, real close to each other. And then we all talking about these, like these loved ones that have these birthdays in August. Yeah. How interesting. Yeah. I know it's coincidence, but it's, maybe it's not. Yeah. Yeah. My, my nephew's coming. His birthday's in a couple of days on the 22nd. Shout out to Deuce. Not to be confused with Deuce. Our buddy from the Brand X podcast, this is uh, my nephew, Deuce. Uh, yeah. He's August 22nd, so shout out to him since his uh, birthday is going to fall in between shows. Every time yeah. you say Deuce, I think of Dookie. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like God. Like a number two? Yes. It is like the number two, but not that number two. <laughs> okay. But he's instead of Junior. Right, Deuce. 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 Right. Oh, I like that. So yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, we, that's don't like, cool. we didn't like Junior. So that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out <laughs> well, to Maryland. I have a cousin, Tommy the Third. We used to call him Tommy the Third. I maybe I'm just <laughs> oh, obsessed God. with scatter, oh, scatter, scatological God. stuff. Yeah, you just you got shit on the brain. <laughs> shit on the brain. <laughs> Shithead from hey, way back. Good gutter brain. <laughs> then he gonna end up on a show called the Shiznit. The Shiznit Show. <laughs> he like, yeah, that's what sound like me. Right, right, right up my alley. Right up my alley. <laughs> the right, shit I'll, I like I'll to hear. Alley. Right. <laughs> and shout out to Maryland. Maryland's birthday is coming up at the end of this month too, and I know we're gonna have a good time. So happy birthday, Maryland! Yeah. So um, let's double back real quick and give to um, back to our queen, our queen of soul, Aretha Franklin. Now hmm. I want to say, while I'm not trying to front like Aretha Franklin was like just my hero or anything. I mean, I I, I loved her music and I respected her or whatever. I think you know what for me anyway. I don't know if this applies to you guys. You guys let me know. But for me. It's hard for me to really connect with the, the the stars and the legends. I guess not really connect, but I guess connect in the same way that the the ones who were before me or mm-hmm. before my time. I feel you. It's harder for me to connect with them than it is for the ones who came uh, after me. Yeah, Your right, contemporaries. contemporaries. Because take Kobe Bryant, for example. Mm-hmm. The reason why Kobe Bryant, there never be another player that I feel about like I do Kobe Bryant it's not just because he was a great player because LeBron is just as great. It, and, you know, some would argue even greater. I don't have a problem with that if you think LeBron or MJ or whoever is better. I don't, you know, whatever. I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. I'm just, he's great. He's one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the thing that, the reason why he's my favorite, and I'm not necessarily saying that he's the best ever, but he's my favorite, is because I was there Watching when he's he up got your drafted, time. he's up your time. You know I, mean? I, I saw see. him get drafted. Mm-hmm. I was watching the draft on television. I saw him. You know, I saw when the Lakers traded 
for him and when right. he came to the Lakers and all the way till his last game when he scored 80 or 60 points or whatever it was on his last game. I mean, I was there the whole time, mm-hmm. you know? So to me, that's, there's just something about that, that another player coming along will like, okay, yeah, he might even be better, but he won't be Kobe. Nah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there'll never be another Kobe for me, yeah. you know, just because of that. Right. And that's how I feel about, you know, a lot of the, the artists that were no, a little bit you. ahead of my time. Yeah, because you know, Rita like, was already a legend when we were born. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. I see, I see. Exactly. I, I understand that. I understand that. Because yeah. I actually had the same thing because, like, it, I've literally heard her voice every single day of my life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, it was, she's always been big. Yeah. I didn't really get into her, into her, actually until the 80s. Mm-hmm. Because, actually, like, late 70s is when Blues Brothers came out. Okay. And after seeing her in Blues Brothers, like, I didn't know the song Think, even though I guess my mom said, like, you hear the song all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, like, it's, it was old people's music, so right, I didn't right. think anything about it. Right. And then I saw the movie Blues Brothers, I'm like, oh my God, that is bomb. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so I was, in, yeah, I was into her then, like, like that is awesome. I, and then, and then I, I was coming to age, I was, you know, realizing I might be gay, and there was this gay dude that's like, I have to teach you about the gay icons like <laughs> like you know like like Dion Warwick and and, and he made me mixtape because it's the 80s he made mm-hmm. me mix cassette tapes of Aretha Franklin and that's when I was like listening to Say a Little Prayer for You okay. and Oh Me Oh My and Gotta Find an Angel mm-hmm. and all them songs like that Bridge Over Troubled Waters mm-hmm. and that's when I, that's when I started getting into that but I was into Freeway of Love that for Aretha Franklin and Jimmy Lee mm-hmm. and and like the R&B Aretha of the 80s and 90s right. Honey uh, Another Night Who's and who okay that's that aretha franklin that was like mm-hmm. for me like that's aretha franklin yes. to me mm-hmm. like the stuff before that that's before i was born what i care right i, mm-hmm. I respect right. for that yeah but that's that's my aretha franklin that I, that's why in my book aretha always been there again but whitney was always number one for me same mm-hmm. like kobe she's right. my favorite because yeah i saw her from the when, beginning the, I, yeah from yeah. the very beginning before the first yeah. album came out when i saw her on the merv griffin show and mm-hmm. i'm or not merv griffin mike douglas and i'm like oh my god oh yeah i gotta be in i got i'm there for that yeah right so i get you yeah for me it was just like i don't know it's because i just came from like a really big music family all we did all day long was listen to music and then we watched music videos no that's the one thing that i that i can't do because if i could sing boy beyonce (laughs) bitch i'll be giving you a rough your money what's the one thing i was like no sit down right there no you don't eat that one (laughs) no that's the one thing i can't and i'm like i'm i i think i could sing but i'm tone deaf so no i can't but in my household in in my mind i could but in my mind, though, Beyonce, bitch, what? <laughs> no. But in my, we played a lot of music all the time. So I got to hear music from uh, oldies to new stuff and just like my whole childhood. So I was always taught that you have to have even more respect for the singers like Aretha Franklin and Sam Cooke and you know that's exactly exactly there would not be a Beyonce there would not be an Aaliyah Lauryn Hill they trying to be right exactly so that's how so that's how I was taught 18 Grammys hello so that's how I was taught like you have to you if you couldn't do what Aretha was doing then you might as well not even exactly (laughs) have a seat have a seat Right. I saw her in concert twice. I saw her at the Democratic National Convention, and I saw her another time with Mr. James Brown. You see what I'm saying? Because I knew I had to see the legends. Exactly. Like, I'm like, when am I going to get a chance to see them? And amazing. Amazing. So I have a little clip 
um, it's not long. It's Aretha in, in a little interview, which she didn't do a whole lot. She was pretty private, and she's known for being private. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say this. While I was doing like a little research on her before the show and looking some things up, it just reminded me that these these people, these icons who are larger than life that we put up on these pedestals or whatever, mm-hmm. that at the core... They're 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 human. Right. They're mm-hmm. human, and they're just people, and they're flawed, and they're mm-hmm. imperfect, and they mm-hmm. they hurt, and they you know, and they love, and they still got others. It's just and they still got to wipe their own ass. And a, and a lot of a lot of their stories, there's a lot of tragedy, you know. Oh my god, it. she's got a lot. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. She got a lot. So okay, I'm going to play this clip of Aretha. You have singers that are trained, and then you have natural singers, singers, people that, in my opinion, were just born to sing. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully I was one of those. I love to sing. It's just a natural thing for me. Doing it all your life, yeah. Since you were twelve, I started very young. That's what I was going to say. In your dad's church, mm-hmm. I really didn't want to sing at first, but my dad insisted that I do. My dad wanted me to take lessons, and I didn't want to take lessons, so I would run and hide every time the teacher came. <laughs> <laughs> the choir I became a soloist along with the choir, and uh, I left the church. At times, to travel with my father, Reverend C.L. Franklin. decided I wanted to change fields, so I let him know, and uh, he felt if this was what I wanted to do, then this is what I should do, and that he would help me as much as he could to get into the field of rhythm and blues and pop music. Queen of Soul. Where did you get that name? That uh, title was given to me back in the 60s, around 62, by Purvis Spann, who was a... Radio personality. Yes, uh, Radio WVON out of, in Chicago. Oh. Big DJ there. My dad wanted me to be with a label that he thought could give me national and international exposure. I was with Columbia for six years before I went to Atlantic Records. That's the best thing I had for music. We weren't overnight stars. It was gradual. Respect was on the charts and it was very close to the top of the charts. And we kind of knew something was happening. 
it became an anthem for the civil rights movement. Yes, it, it did become their mantra. That's true. What an honor. It was a battle cry, yeah. Everyone wants respect. Everyone needs respect. We all want respect, and we all want to be appreciated. Even with that shitty audio <laughs> from back in the day, you can still <laughs> the the power yeah. and, and the just the all the the feeling in mm. her in her songs and her voice, like just you can still feel it. Effortless. All my Facebook posts I've put, I've purposely put live videos of right. her singing live. Yeah. Just so you all know, like she wasn't one of those singers that like only A did on an album. Singer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like like no the album tracks. version is great. But just so you know, when you hear her do the runs, like, oh, no, this is live. Okay. Like, it's coming out of her mouth. It sound like the album. Okay. It's that good. Yeah. Okay. She was amazing. I do she have some. incredible. I have some shade. Effortless. You want some shade? Yeah. So my, my, my friend Kelly is a stage manager. He's like the head stage manager at the Symphony Orchestra in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he's worked with a lot of artists, a lot of artists, including Miss Franklin. And she was one of his least favorite artists to work with because she was so difficult. Oh. The diva aspect of her, yeah. she was truly yeah, they, they a diva. her ego was as large as the rest of her. As, <laughs> yeah. as large as her legend. Her, as her awesome. ego was that large. Yeah, and she was not always nice to the stagehands and stuff like that. She yelled at them and then she, you know, she always had a big thing about air conditioning. Like, there's no air conditioning around and I guess it even extended to all stage. If you would visit her in her hotel, it would always be hot because she didn't like AC because it ruined her voice. Wow. Okay. So, actually, there's, if you ever, ever get a chance to see the first VH1's Divas Live, which Aretha's on with uh, Carol King and Celine Dion and Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. there is a pop-up video version of it. It is so good, because they give you all the tea of the backstage stuff, Ooh. where Aretha almost shut down production because of the air conditioning. And at the, the taping that night, they had to put an armed guard in front of the AC unit to make sure nobody took, turned it on. Wow. wow. Otherwise, she wasn't going to sing. Not an armed guard. An armed guard. <laughs> they all say. They all say. Play. Mariah Carey was up her ass all day. I bet. Yeah, but I she, bet. she know. She knows right. that. I don't think Mariah Carey could do was just. I mean, that's slide sure complaints that, in. I'm sure that I would have been too. That was her. I'm sure that was her idol. I'm sure. I mean, like, I can I hang out Mariah with you, Carey, and not be into Aretha Franklin. I mean, yeah. Can I hang out with you? So I mean, hello. I don't. Know. What she was gonna say? Uh, and you know she has a good food. Okay, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I give, her credit. I, give was there her, I give her credit for that because, you know, she's a diva her own self, but for her to like recognize, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so. yeah, Patty Bell wasn't at that one. Patty and no, Aretha wasn't. didn't actually have a lot of, she could have been love each other. those other ones they had there though. Uh-huh. Cause I'm looking at that lineup. I was like, I was like, okay, couple. It was like eh, this is little. I'm like, it, the, the, there's a drop off. There's a big <laughs> drop off. I'm not going to say no names, but it's like, we got some, some, some powerhouses and then the, the kind of the talent drops off quite a bit. <laughs> and then, then we got to open an axe, some hopefuls. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, they had, they had, they were chart, like, chart topping people. <laughs> who, who y'all filling in for? <laughs> who canceled at the last you know, minute? Like the Patty, Patty couldn't make it. I'm, she, I'm telling you. Right. She probably was like, ain't no AC, fuck this. <laughs> I don't give a damn, Aretha. <laughs> she was like, I ain't dealing with Aretha. She was like, shit. They actually did I'm about to be in here cooking these I'm greens y'all ain't gonna have no ac on they were right they were big rivals i'm not surprised they were big yeah. rivals I definitely could see that yeah i would that would i would just guess that Dion yeah. was a rival too mm-hmm. yeah man who okay 
Well, you know what? I didn't even uh, play the get into the topics thing because we kind of just started off into the topics. So y'all pretend like we played the get into the topics because we're, we're into the topics already. We started off in the topics. <laughs> This whole show was in the topics. Was in the okay. topics. We couldn't That's help cool. it. So <laughs> it was on my. It was on our hearts. It was really. Newts, news, and, and noteworthy. noteworthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! An airline employee commits suicide by plane. What? This is a thing. Did he not? Mm-hmm. This is a thing. Dudes are doing this shit. Dudes are like committing suicide by plane. I don't get it. Like kamikaze. You know what I mean? You don't get it. They taking the plane and crashing it. That's crazy. Go That's so dangerous. It is well, they try to commit suicide. <laughs> but you're gonna, yeah. you don't do commit suicide undangerously. Uh, I know, but usually when somebody commits suicide, they only want to kill themselves. So this is very dangerous because it's a, such a high possibility of hurting other people. Yeah. Well, you know that's the thing. We talk a lot of these people don't just kill themselves, though. You know, a lot of these uh, these these what do you call them shooters, mm. these spree shooters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. A lot of that, they they plan on that ending with them dying. They don't Mm -hmm. plan on going to jail or giving up or anything. They plan on dying. So in a way... It's it, that's still suicide, but before they go, they're taking out random people. Sometimes they're taking out family members, or you know, their wife and kids, and different things like that. It's like, why can't you guys? If you must do this, why can't you do it peacefully, like to, <laughs> like everybody else? Like some people, like, <laughs> like women tend to. Women tend to if they like not saying anybody should commit suicide, but if that is where you're going, you know what I'm saying? Like women tend to like they take some pills and they go lie down. Oh lord! But if you if you, you know don't if you like, don't value your own life why should you value somebody else that's true and there are there are some people that do the the opposite they actually value other people's lives more than they own right sounds like the other people that do the quietly dignified thing so that's what these people do okay so this is this is what this i guess this guy was kind of like like it was a suicide mission but a last hurrah all rolled into one right kind Uh of a film on louise kind of like a thrill Mm -hmm. type of you know what i mean i'm here i'm gonna play the clip Tonight, investigators are trying to solve two mysteries, one on the ground and one in the air. Oh, my God. What is happening right now? How did an airline (laughs) ramp worker commandeer a commercial (laughs) aircraft, clear one of the country's busiest airports, and then fly for more than an hour before a fiery crash? Very unusual. Um, It's not like we get this every day. Government (laughs) officials familiar with the investigation say 29-year-old Richard Russell was at the controls, taking off from SeaTac Airport before 8 p.m. last night. Oh, he's rolling. Residents here, used to busy skies, were shocked by the turboprops' aerial acrobatics, but Russell seemed unfazed. He just needs some help controlling his aircraft. Very good. The 76 seat turboprop is owned by Horizon Air, part of Alaska Airlines. The company said Russell was a three and a half year employee, was in uniform, and authorized to be in that part of the airport. It is inside the security fence, and um, so no security violations were, were committed. I got a lot of people that care about me, and uh, it's going to disappoint them to hear that I did this. Um, I would like to apologize to each and every one of them. Um, Just a broken guy. Got a few screws loose, I guess. He was followed by a pair of F-15s scrambled from Portland, Oregon. The plane was running low on fuel. Hey, you think if I land this successfully, uh, Alaska will give me a job as a pilot? 
but the plane crashed on a small island about 30 miles from the airport. Aviation experts say getting a large plane like this in the air is no easy task. Starting a turbine engine airplane is not like starting your car. It's a complex process. Airline security expert Jeff Price says airlines might need to further restrict access to planes. You just Google that shit, I guess. If you're not a pilot or flight attendant, you're not allowed on the plane unless there is someone there that, that is responsible for the aircraft. Investigators are scouring that crash site for the cockpit recording device. They're trying to find out whether or not Richard Russell was talking to himself as well as air traffic control. They want to gain a better understanding of his mental state. So a couple things, guys. In case you didn't pick up on this, Richard Russell was not a pilot. Not a pilot. No. Not a pilot. No. Stole the plane. Never had a lesson. No. Never had a lesson. Not a single lesson. Not a single lesson. Just all all video game and flight simulator. It was his only training. <laughs> look, mom, just look what I can do. And this dude was doing loop-de-loops. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't worried about failing. <laughs> He oh was doing I was freaking out when the when the F-15s. I'm like, what y'all gonna do? Shoot him out the sky? Yes, uh, possibly because the the thing is, so that he didn't hurt enough somebody else. They was afraid that it would be a 9/11 type situation. Oh. They didn't know because they they didn't know what the guy's right. mind state was. They're like, okay, this guy just stole a plane. Is he gonna try to crash into a a, a busy building downtown somewhere? Sure, or, sure, sure, you sure. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. They send out the F-15s in case they see that it's going that way. They shoot them down in a place that's you know less populated or that's more safe. So, but that that was ended up not being necessary. And he you know he he didn't want to hurt anybody, and uh, he just seemed like a guy who was troubled and was trying to have some fun on his way out. You, you think that he was? He, he did. You think that he just filled out the application and they denied him, so he was like, I'm just gonna try to fly the plane. And if <laughs> you mean as far as being a pilot, yeah, <laughs> he probably dreamed of being a pilot. I, I I imagine that most most people who work around planes kind of really wanted to be a pilot, and mm-hmm. that's kind of like the closest they could get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like they didn't make it because it's not hard. I mean, it's hard. Not everybody gets to be a pilot. And not a lot of pilots, so I think they, you know, they just kind of okay. Well, I can't be a pilot, so I'm working mm. around planes. You know, is it that hard? Because well, the, he... I don't know what level, depends on the level you're talking about. But uh, well, he got in there and he pressed go and he went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, <laughs> well, he did more than press go and he. Did, but yeah, but yeah, when you got to land and you know and not kill people and the end goal is not to blow up, that makes it a lot more difficult. Hey, I'm sure it does. <laughs> but, he couldn't just press off. But, that did not uh, work. Yeah, so that's 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 crazy. This happened over. This was in uh, in Washington, uh, Washington State. That's crazy. Out of Seattle SeaTac. That's unfortunate. Uh, it is. It's, it is unfortunate. Uh, at least no one else was harmed. It's too bad that... Uh, I please don't let this be a trend. I, I hope not, but... Uh, I'm mad that they are just now talking about having some type of security measure in place where if you're not supposed to be on the plane... That's just the system thing. That, that, I, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. But he wasn't just anybody. Well, I understand was, was, that, but he had he, no business to be inside no the plane. He had no business flying the plane. But he but had he clearance was, to be. He had clearance. He had credentials. He worked for the, the airline, and he did that. But because, because he decided to abuse his privilege mm-hmm. does not Thank mean you. that he was out of pocket. And this is the thing that I don't like <sighs> that we do as a society. Whenever an accident happens or, or, or something, a, a tragedy happens. We make a law. We, yes. And it's oh, like, Lord. This Everybody. is the thing. This is the thing. You can't legislate he, common sense. Human, right. Human beings 
for the most part, are a lot more decent than we give ourselves credit for. I believe that's because true. Because there are billions of people on this planet, and if people wanted to do all kinds of crazy, foul things, anytime, I mean, it could just be just chaos all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. It, all the time. It's, it's that's true. It's actually amazing the amount of things that don't happen. That's true. I'm, I'm with you. One that's guy true. One guy in the history of aviation gets on a plane with bombs in his shoes, and now all of us have to take them off. Right. Right. And, well, and oh. there's 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 like there's there's so many different, you know, uh, uh, recently a police car, I think, um, was stolen in uh, and, and crashed or something like that. And, and you know how many police cars are left w- with just the keys in them or whatever, because people who what what person is going to how often does that happen? It doesn't happen. Uh, bulldozers and a lot of other heavy equipment that they use to do construction or whatever else out there and on the dividers and things they've been building out out there you know around my house for for years and those things um i'm pretty sure the keys are in them i'm pretty sure you can just climb up there i mean most people don't know how to drive them and most people are in, but how many people actually get up there and steal one or joyride in one they, they don't they could but they don't because they're not supposed to but how many people wear shoes Everybody wears shoes. I don't think that that is a good idea if somebody has a bomb in their shoes to then make everybody take off their shoes because everybody wears shoes. And I don't think that this guy worked in air traffic control. So he didn't have no business. He had no business actually boarding a plane. So I don't understand how they let him, who has no responsibility on a plane. That's what they said in the report that he was uh, that he worked in air traffic control. He was 29. I don't remember saying that. I remember I saying talking saying about like either. they were trying to figure out if he was talking to air traffic control. Yeah, they said. But he, they said he was supposed to yeah, be where he they was. Said he was talking to air traffic control. He okay. was supposed. To, he was where he's supposed to be. There, that, it wasn't unusual to see him there. And again, like you, I, I take special privileges sometimes where I'm work, even though it might not have to do with my job because I can go in a door that other people can't go in. I'll go in that door. It might be just to talk to somebody that's in that I work with, and I might be getting and I get out of there, right? But like, I'm, it's not unusual that I'm there. But I, if I did something unusual while I was in there, not, you know, then, then they would change the rules. Like, mm-hmm. for example, I work at a retail store. That's one of my part-time jobs. Um, I don't really have any need to be in the manager's office. But I can go in the manager's office. And they trust me. The safe is in the manager's office. Like, but I could be taking my – I often take my lunch in there because our break table often has product on it because we just get so much product in this time of year. So I eat lunch in the manager's office. Now, the day I come in there and blow up the safe – they're going to change the rules that nobody's ever allowed right. in a manager's right. office, exactly. even though it's never happened right. at any other store at any other time. Now, if he, was, if, he was, if he had some business on the plane, fixed on the planes or whatever, then that I could understand. But if he had no business to be on the plane, then he shouldn't have been able to be in the place where that was happening. I don't, I don't think that that's people who, who, don't, who don't need access to it shouldn't be able to go there for this reason. But again, we still don't really know what his job is. I mean, he could have been... Dropping something off for a friend, he could have like they they could many many reasons why he could have been gone on the plane. And okay. again, he again he I also guess, has I the privilege because of the access that he has. Right. Nobody would ever think in a million years he was going to steal a plane. No, who right. steal a plane? You can't especially fly a commercial it. plane. Oh that. my gosh! Because I think again, also there's this notion of like not everybody can do that. It's not a that's simple true. thing. So why would they even consider? Like you're asking people to like nine eleven. You like like who could have foresaw that 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 would ever happen? Right. I mean, when you start to do it, like well, of course the possibility of it's happened, but who would even put those things together? Right. Right. And there's a possibility of so many things right. happening. If we start trying to live our lives, somebody could drive a what? tank through this house right now. Right. It's a possible. Right. 
So are we supposed to like, should I build a concrete, you know, wall surrounding this house or a moat that's, you know, six <laughs> feet wide? I mean, it's just ridiculous. You can't live, your, you can't live life preparing for er, any wild improbability. It's just like, you can't, you know, you can't live that way. It's just, it's just ridiculous. And I hate that, you know, and, and they, all the other thing that we do as people, when these things happen, whatever we, uh, I haven't heard that in the story, but they start immediately looking for a scapegoat. Like, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's got to get fired. Mm-hmm. You know, it's somebody's fault. Somebody's head's got to roll. Somebody's right. got to get fired. You know, that's the other thing. And I, I, can't, I can't stand that. But anyway, so uh, in, in my, uh, so to, to further my, <laughs> my, my assertion that, uh, that this is a thing, our next story involves a pilot who crashed into his own home. Oh. Wow. With his wife and kid in it. That's cray cray. Chaos after the impact. Oh, the whole house. A home engulfed in flames after a small plane barreled into it. Investigators realized this was no accident. The pilot, Dwayne Yowd, was arrested for domestic assault hours before the crash and then released. He then flew the plane into his own home while his wife and a young child were inside. We have one male deceased, but it could have been so much worse. The early morning crash outside Salt Lake City captured on surveillance video. We're on scene. The house is fully engulfed. Yowd flew under power lines before clipping a garage and flying into his own home. Our house just shook really loud. Tonight, a troubling case of alleged domestic assault and a miracle two victims were able to walk away from this fiery crash. Miguel Almaguer, NBC News. Looks like North by Northwest. Man. You know the Alfred Hitchcock movie and Jimmy Stewart is running from the plane that's coming towards him. Yeah. Oh my God. Man, come on guys. If you if you gotta do that, just you know, go have some pills and lay down. Like really, just go gentle into the good night. I wonder what that fight was like about. Man, <laughs> and he went to jail, got out like I'm well, show that bit. Right. Oh. He's he, there was She said I can't go where? There was a history of uh the police had been called at least one other time for domestic uh domestic abuse so mm. you know, they, they apparently they went somewhere to talk it over and had drinks and this and that and then he ended up getting arrested for uh domestic violence and he got out around midnight asked for an officer to escort him to his home so he can get some things some belongings in his truck they they did that it happened he went without incident and a couple hours later like two thirty in the morning he flying the plane into the house well in Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City. It's uh, about sixty miles from Salt Lake City. So Utah, just Utah, yeah, Utah, Utah. Utah. So yes. we're talking about Caucasians, <laughs> definitely. But uh, do you guys think this guy was a good pilot? <laughs> I've been to Utah. Trust me. <laughs> I saw the. I saw the This guy, yes, this guy. They said um, in, in in other reports that he he was a good pilot. No, he was a good. He he was a good pilot. He was he, a good he pilot. Was a flying underneath the lines. underneath the lines. Underneath the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his own house. Target. Right. Yeah, he did. Flew, he almost flew through the damn front door. Right. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That's accurate. And we don't know who that little boy is. We don't know if it's his boy or... No, we don't know. We know it's... They said it's the, the wife's son. But they don't know if mm-hmm. it's his or not. For that is... Care. That's, that, I think that's the thing that, that shocked me the most about the story was that there was a child involved. Right. Yeah. Because, like, I can... I, I can almost understand going after your wife. <laughs> I don't know what is it between their relationship, but I, that's how relationships get. I'm not saying you should have did it, but I understand. I to fly a plane into your house? Yeah, you did some shit. I kind of get that part, but the kid, I'm like, oh, what the kid do? Right. 
Just collateral damage. Yeah, Fuck it. Collateral damage. That's a damn shame. The whole family gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. Bitch, you gotta go, you gotta go too. Fuck it. Yep. Ooh. All right, so. Um, what you got next? Somebody drive a train into a school? No. I'm gonna light it up. I'm it up now, finally. Ooh. The Brady Bunch house. We got some updates on the Brady Bunch house. So remember a couple months ago, I told you guys, or maybe not a couple months ago, actually just a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. that the Brady Bunch house was on the market for, I think it was on the market for like 1.8 or something like that yeah. over in Studio City. Oh, that's, well, there was a lot of interest, Uh-oh. as as, uh, you, as, um, you know, as, as you might have guessed, <laughs> on the house. And it got into a, like a little bidding war between celebrities, regular people, companies. Yep. Amongst uh, some of the celebrities included Lance Bass from uh, NSYNC. Mm-hmm. Uh, another celebrity was um, um, uh, um, one of the twins. I forget his name. Uh, Jonathan Silver, I think I want to say his name is. I don't, I don't, I'm not for sure on that, but he's one of the, the twins that uh, does rentals on HGTV. Okay. He, he, oh, he was, yeah, yeah. He was bidding for it. And it seemed like everyone had the same idea, or most of those people had the same idea. They mm-hmm. all, Lance Bass and the, the HGTV guy, they both wanted to flip it. No. Really? No. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make the inside match the, the set of the. Ah. Do you know how people would come from all over the world to see that? Yeah. So that's what they wanted to do. Uh, However, they uh, I think Lance beat out the 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 HGTV guy and then Lance got beat out too. Uh, a corporation came in and they ended up paying like three point two. No, three point five. Three point five for it. And it was uh, HGTV. Mm. HGTV themselves actually bought the house. And obviously they were planning a series around it. So the residents in the neighborhood are pissed off. Because, <laughs> you know, home homeowners, man, homeowners are some petty, petty, petty people, man. I'm telling you, they don't. I don't blame them, though. I, yeah, on one hand, sometimes, but uh, they they don't want. There's like, my okay, so wait, hold on, let me. You know, so I've I, I know where this house. I've seen this house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's smaller than your house, like half the size of your house almost, and then like no, from, it's not. From, from the outside. Okay, and then the, the house like you, and the, the houses cl- are closer to it than you. Like you have more distance between your neighbors than this house. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand them. Like I don't want crews and I don't want. Yeah, so they, more yeah, they're pissed off tourists. about all the production and all the tourists and all the fans and all the people coming by and the paparazzi and just all of the the rigmarole that's following the the circus that is now on their you know used to be quiet serene block. My so dad, that, my dad is a homeowner. He gets mad when some car he doesn't know parks, parks in front of his house. house. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like that. That's why. I'm <laughs> <laughs> saying, He's like, why don't they park over there? I'm one of them, and I agree. We, we petty. <laughs> like I don't, I, I don't like it. I don't like when people park. I mean, oh man, good luck to the Brady Bunch house. <laughs> like for like, you just like you know, if it's just one car that just happens, but I don't like. I really don't like when they do it regularly. That really like. <laughs> We have long driveways here that that can hold a lot of cars, and I'm like, why are you not parking in the driveway where you live? Like, it's public, it's and not, they can park where they want. Yeah, they can, but why are you? <laughs> but why are you? My space. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's rude. That is rude to be parking in front of. And by the same token, I don't like people who come to see me parking in front of my neighbors. I tell people, no, park in my in front of my house, <laughs> or park in the or park in the driveway. Yeah, tell somebody else don't, where they can park too. 
No, I, I tell them not to park in front of my neighbor's house because that's rude. Don't park in front of other people's houses. Okay. Park in front of the house that you where you're visiting because <laughs> that's their space. Whatever. I don't, you think it's funny or whatever. I but, do. Yeah, whatever. You get a house. Because you know, you say, that's, a, that's the thing. She's not a homeowner. Right. No, you get well, a house, because how funny it is. no, because I feel like you live on a street where you people can come up the street from either way. So if somebody comes up from the south way and they pull up in your house and they pull on that side, that's not necessarily somebody parking in front of your neighbor's house is just a more, a more convenient way to park because they're already on that side instead of having to back their car up turn around and your street's kind of narrow turn their car around and parking in oh, front of your house buses that go down the street this street is not narrow okay Dino <laughs> so instead street. of having to turn their car around they just pull up if they're already coming up this side pull up park on that side and get out and just cross the street so that's why I'm saying it's not like somebody's trying to be rude how you're saying it's rude well, to do that it's, it's not, not it's just it's not life and death some right? people are just the, they just don't think about it like ski, that yeah and that's what being rude is usually when you're <laughs> thinking about other people what's POV that's, wow that's the, that's the definition of you have that's different, not you have it's not being rude the homeowner has a different POV than it's not like they right. got out and threw trash in front of somebody's house drivers, that's rude which they do and that's another reason why people don't like you parking because the trash gets okay. People do dump trash. Never mind. This is going too far. Well, you're going to sit here and tell me I don't pick up garbage from front of my house all the that's time? That's not what I'm saying. That this I is not about that? trash or garbage. That's part of it. Somebody parking in front of somebody's house is not necessarily rude. Unless they're throwing trash out. Opinion, then that's rude. Not. In my opinion, it is rude. Okay. Or it can be rude. Yeah, this not is a POV automatically, thing. You're, you, you're, not okay. thinking, you're not thinking like, oh, well, you're just parking your car. You're not thinking about who lives where. Like, you find the most, like, first available space. I get it. And he's thinking, like, why are you in front of my house? This is my 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 turf. come by and they want to park. And now they got to park in front of somebody else's house because you're in front of my house. Right? So they have have to park someplace else. I actually get this. And it's like, why is everybody parking? Just park where you're at. I'm King King Solomon. I'm about to make a judgment. (laughs) Y'all both right. <laughs> so anyway, uh the the neighbors in Studio City are not happy about it at all. Yeah, at I see. All. So and I get it. I feel them. I feel them. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. Now so Sam's gonna be coming over here bringing Alice meat. Right. <laughs> all this. <laughs> oh. So Bruno Mars replaces Cardi B with like four different people. <laughs> Damn, yeah. he had options. Well, this is, goes back to what we were saying. Like, how can yes. you find somebody available and blah right. blah? So he just so he, he just didn't. So he did a, plugged a, in what he could. Right, a collective. Like and you available this date? You available this city? We're gonna let Bruno himself tell you who he has replacing Cardi B. What's up, guys? It's Bruno Mars coming to you live with a special announcement. If you are wondering who's joining me on the 24 Karat Magic World Tour finale, let me show you. Hit him with the Photoshop. Who's coming with us? Tell me if it's you, you, you. Sierra coming with us on tour. Who else coming with us? Uncle Charlie. Yes. <laughs> Who else we got coming? Oh, shit. I'm booed up. I'm booed up. LMA coming with us on tour. Who else we got coming with us? All the We've come. What? That's gonna be a show. That is dope. That's better. I'm sorry. That's better. 24 cameras. That's way better. It's gonna be a party. Let's. That tour is lit now. That tour is way better than it was. If I'm gonna go see Cardi B, is not gonna get me there. But I go see Boyz II Men and Bruno Mars together. Oh my God. And Sierra. Or 
or and Charlie, Sierra or Charlie Wilson and Bruno and Mars. Uncle Charlie and Uncle Charlie. Man, that is lit. Did they come to LA already? That is lit. Is it hasn't even started? Oh shit! Okay, let me get on. That is lit. That is way better. That is a way better uh, tour now. Fuck on the run too. Bruno Mars and Boyz II <laughs> Men is such a good bill. Uh, it's such a good bill. I could be honest. I could just listen to Bruno Mars sing everybody's song. Uh-oh. That was cool too. That was cool. Too. <laughs> hey, he did some good coverage right, right I there. I was like, that was nice. I could just listen to Bruno I, sing everybody's shit. I, honestly, I don't even need the real people. I, I'm honestly a big fan of Sierra. Like, I'm a big fan of her. I have like her first album. She's got new music out right now. Too. Well, yeah, but I, like her first album and stuff. Like that was right in my. That was right in my growing up teenage mm-hmm. time. That you know, so I yeah. I feel like I can go to Sierra and sing and know some words. <laughs> Same thing for boys to men too. Like I know boys to men, and I know and I know I like some Bruno Mars. So just to put the whipped cream on it with the LMA and the and twenty four karat gold is such a good album. Okay. Or 24 karat magic. So just to put the ice cream on it with the LMA and the Uncle Charlie, that's just like that is magic. Mm. That's dope. That's a dope tour. That's a dope. That's, that's a dope, dope lineup. Yeah, this is Pip approved. Yeah, that is awesome. The Sierra. I'm, I'm already getting much, tickets, but but I think Sierra is one of those artists. Like if I saw her live, I would be probably more into it. Than yeah, I think I would be that's how I think, I think. because I, think I saw so. Kelly Clarkson open for Maroon Five, and I remember thinking, and I like Kelly Clarkson. Okay, I was, it was my friend's birthday. That's what he wanted to do for mm. his birthday. So we went to this. We went down to San Diego to see this concert, and then. Kelly Clarkson was on. I'm like, she five songs in. I know every word to every song. Damn, like, you didn't realize. Yeah, didn't realize. Yeah, I think I think uh, Sierra will put on a show for you and really entertain you. I That's what I think. Like I think so too. Actually, I, I'm, not, I'm I'm thinking like, ah, she's not a draw for me. But I think if I got there, I'd be like, yeah, I, oh yeah, oh, oh, I forgot about <laughs> yeah. This one. yeah. Oh, yeah this is my jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she started doing some goodies. Oh my oh, god, man. let her do the backwards uh, matrix. I might have to just stand on my chair. I don't know how I would feel. Um, my favorite song is like, My body, your body. Um, does she sing that song, like My Body? Something like that, I think. I don't, I don't, I don't it's know. It's a sex song. If you, give, if you do a sex <laughs> song, I, I'm there. I wasn't expecting that. I'm good. I'm oh, happy for him. Boy. Okay. So, uh, I know. I am too. He, he did good. He did good. He recovered from that big blow. Yeah. He, he recovered. Like I said, it turned out even better. Yeah, definitely. So, okay, y'all ready for some Pip's Broke Ass Hacks? Whoop, whoop. Bitch better have my money. Yo, 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 it's Pip, and I'm back again with another broke-ass hack. Y'all know in the past, I have been uh, so broke. <laughs> so, so, so broke. Broke, mm. like our institutional system, uh, our penal system. So, this is, <laughs> so last time, our hack was about food apps. And I want to keep that food thing going because uh, I was actually talking to a friend who listened to our show last time when I did the hack that said that they enjoyed that because that is something that we all do every day. We all eat. Me yeah. too. So, I did. Um, and it's an mm-hmm. expense you can, you're not going to get away from. No. It's, no. You're not going to get away from it. And you have to be careful as well because unfortunately one of the things with when you don't have money, we tend to buy processed foods because they're cheaper, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you end up eating poorly. Quicker and cheaper. And yeah, you end up eating poorly because you're poor. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to. I've been poor and I still eat well. Right. And I'm going to share some ideas, some things of how I'm able to do it. Uh, first of all, just on a basic level, uh, 
Believe it or not, you can find all kinds of values and discounts at a grocery store. Mm. And I'm going to tell you how I do it. Okay. First of all, the basics that we all do, coupons. Mm -hmm. There are also store apps as well. I have a Ralph's app. Oh. Um, I use my Ralph's app all the time. I can put my punch it in before I go to see what kind of coupons that they have that are in the app. Mm. And I sometimes plan my shopping around those apps, especially when it comes to proteins, because that's when you spend a lot of money is yeah. on meats and stuff like that. So if they have proteins that are in the app that are like, you know, marked down the discounts or, you know, you see chicken wings or legs or whatever. Chickens are $1.99 a pound or some crazy price like that. And then you can go to the app and it's another discount coupon stacking. We talked yep. about that before. I do that. Um, the other thing I do, and this is one of those things where um, it pays to be a regular. It pays to be a regular customer, um, and it pays to be nice. I go, I've moved, but I go to my old Ralph's in my old neighborhood quite often. But you know why? Because they know me, and they're willing to give me a discount there sometimes because I'm nice to them, and I'm a good customer, and I don't mind waiting when they have a long line, and I never complain, and I always say please and thank you. And I'm not joking. The last time I was in there was just this past week. I went and I got, and this is all my grams. I got the proof. I put the, the evidence up. I got some catfish nuggets, some fried catfish nuggets. And the dude <laughs> at the counter gave me an additional discount. The catfish is two ninety nine a pound. He gave it to me for $1.99 a pound. Wow. wow. Yeah. Nice. Just being a nice person. That's awesome. So that, that, that is the other thing. The other thing about it is take advantage of other in-store opportunities uh, at a grocery store. For example, the Vons near my house. And for those who don't have a Vons near, that's Albertsons. That kind, that, that, it's all the same chains. Just look at Google it. <laughs> so they have $5 chicken on Fridays. You get a rotisserie chicken for $5. Sometimes they have fried chicken on for $5. So I, just last week, I got a $5 Fried chicken, eight-piece fried chicken from the uh, Vons, right? I came home. I had some Trader Joe's waffle mix, and I had some berries that I bought at the dollar store. And I made chicken and waffles at home. Hello. And the, I, I calculated, and, I, and this is a rough estimation because, you know, I have to remember, like, all the ingredients, you know, the raw ingredients and what it cost and then what, it, what the serving size was. Uh, but I, I calculated it, it cost me, like, less than, like, three or four dollars for a chicken and waffles meal at, that I wow. had at home. I mean, that's amazing, right? Because yeah. you yeah. go to like a chicken and waffle house and it costs twelve dollars okay. for like a two piece. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I got that was that was like a quarter of the cost. Some for, places are more that. expensive. Um, you can pay like fifteen dollars for a chicken, the chicken kimchi sandwich. Yeah. $15. Yeah. We were yeah, after the show last week. Uh, uh, Dijon and I went to this place and they had a little brunch and they had, that's what they had actually. And they also had like another chicken dish that was like $16 for a piece of chicken. Yeah. So like I got a whole chicken for $5 and then I made four meals. I'm a single person. I made four meals out of that. Usually I make three meals out of that if I'm really being honest, (laughs) because I can, you know, definitely throw down nine pieces. And here's the other thing. I'm a regular at that bonds. So I often do get nine pieces of chicken because they, the dude always throws in an extra wing or extra leg for me. Because I'm nice and I'm a regular. So, and again, I don't mind waiting in line. Many times I've said, oh, you can help her before you help me. And just because they, I could tell that woman was itchy mm-hmm. and they want to get rid of her. And I don't want to be around her energy either. So I'm like, just go ahead and help her. And then they're like, thank you. And they throw something extra in the bag. Right. So these are hacks that work too. Okay. So it, 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 
just keep these things in mind. Be nice to people at the grocery store, and don't be afraid to actually to ask for some discounts too. Uh, or sometimes I'll go and I'll see something. I'm like, oh, that's really high for this steak. Do you have anything that's a little bit lower? And they they know what they have, and they'll tell you like, well, this is practically the same thing. It's just cut different. And here, this one is like three dollars less a pound. And they'll tell you that kind of stuff at the store. So that's another hack of mine for food for the grocery store specifically. Right. So okay. Yes, I'm kind of I'm kind of like uh, I'm kind of like you, Pip, too, when it comes to like the the whole food thing, whatever. I do the shopping for my family and the cooking and all that, and you know I I, I look for deals and all that too. And so a lot of a lot of times I pass on stuff to Pip, and you know, oh, you can do this for sure, or whatever. But there's a couple things I'm just going to share. Please so, do. Um, one of them is this. Most of you guys I would think would know this by now, but just in case you don't, be and I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just want you to be aware. When you buy your meat, let's we're talking about chicken specifically here, okay? Buying a whole chicken versus a chicken cut up. Now, if you're somebody who only eats a certain type of meat, like if you only Breast. eat dark meat or yeah. you only eat white meat, then it might be worth it for you to go ahead and pay a little extra and get the pieces. Mm-hmm. But it's so much cheaper if you just you can go to YouTube if you don't know how. You know, and look up a video on how to butcher a chicken. It's so easy. It's very easy. And you do save money. You're right about that, man. A lot of money. My, my father taught me when I was a little kid. Like, I was younger than Danya when he taught me how to cut up a chicken. I was mm-hmm. like eight. Not only that, here's Seven. something. Here's something. Here's a hack similar to what you're saying mm-hmm. that people don't know. You can get the whole chicken, take it to the counter, and they will cut it up for you for free. <laughs> okay it's true go. that's even better you, they will they will also a lot of people don't even at the commercial groceries ralph's and vaughn's and albertson's and whatever stuff like that they will grind meat for you too you can pick mm-hmm. your own steaks and have them ground up into your own hamburger yeah grind now see it's even it's a little bit more work to like you know to debone a chicken it's not that hard but it's mm-hmm. a little bit more work and so some people find it totally worth it to just go ahead and buy the boneless. the boneless chicken, the boneless skinless chicken, right? But this is what I want to tell you, which is just a total waste though. Why are y'all buying the, the breast tenders? Don't do that. No. Don't buy the breast <laughs> tenders because a breast tender is nothing Scraps. but a, a boneless chicken breast that has been sliced mm-hmm. a few more times. And they were going to charge you a dollar or more extra per pound they slice for it. that, for way less chicken. Right. So just. Yeah. So, OK, you know, either either buy the whole chicken. You don't want to do that. If you get making recipes and things or whatever that require the, the chicken breast, boneless, skinless, then do that. But definitely, please do not buy the, the tenders because that's just that's going too far. That's just lazy. And it just it just makes no sense. So please don't do that. Uh, the other thing is there's this um, website called Imperfect Produce. I was just about to ask you how that was going. Well, I got my first delivery. Okay. Now, see, the, the, the principle, the way it works is the way we are in this country, everything's about beauty, mm-hmm. right? So everything's about looking a certain way and the way we, with marketing and, and selling mm-hmm. and retail, everything is like that. So all the fruit and the vegetables that you see in the market, all that stuff is handpicked and it's the best looking, looking. of all the fruit. Not necessarily the tastiest. Not, not tasting, right. The best looking. And the fruit that's uh ugly. not up to par the ugly fruit right in the in the past has gone to waste yeah now human beings are like this is ridiculous and they're starting to repurpose that and it's not being wasted anymore but for years and years and years that food was just being wasted perfectly good food that just didn't look pretty right 
You know, like if you live in SoCal and you have like a lemon tree in your backyard, you know what I'm talking about. Like all the lemons don't come out looking like they look at the store. No. If you've grown any kind of produce, you yeah. know that. And my mom used to grow, grow zucchinis and a lot of different, actually, a lot of different fruit in our backyard when I was a kid. And I learned then that it, they, not everything comes out looking like how what, what, what we have been shown is the representation of that fruit, mm-hmm. you know, or vegetable. It, it doesn't always look like that. I mean, it's quite often they look something really different. So uh, anyway, this company, uh, among others, have decided to take this fruit, I mean, th- this produce and offer it to directly to consumers at a discount since it's discounted for them because it was going to go to waste or whatever is discounted to you. And so there's different uh, tiers, you know, and you can pick what you want in your box, whatever. I got my first box. I got the smallest box to try it out. You got the fruit and vegetable. Box? I got yeah, fruit and vegetable. And I got the smallest box, so it was, a, and the, the the price is a range because it depends on what you get in it and how much it weighs and all that. So it's never they can't give you a, a exact price. They can just give you like okay, a small box like is going to be $8. between twenty and twenty five, mm-hmm. and a medium box will be between this and that, like mm-hmm. that. So my box delivered was around twenty dollars, mm-hmm. right? And I'm very happy with it. I got uh, I got um, some regular fruit mixed in some regular produce mixed with some organic mm-hmm. produce. I had like all kinds of peaches and plums and oranges and uh, red onions. And and I can't tell. And, and first of all, most of it to me doesn't even look any. It does not. It's not even ugly. That's what I was going to ask you. What does it look like? It looks like, you know, it looks like the, the, the stuff you buy in a store. I don't even understand it. I don't get it. I'm like, why was this? Why is this considered ugly? Like, why is this not? I don't even see it. Like, is there some way that they like categorize it or I don't know. I don't know. What Maybe. makes it ugly? I don't know. I don't hmm. know. <laughs> That's so strange. But it tastes perfectly fine. It tastes good. It tastes just like any other. It's, I'm I'm very happy with it so far. This is this is going to be interesting. Like how many people are actually how many people actually care about the perfection of their food? This just goes to show you like vanity means so so or the perception of vanity, right. it, you know, seems so like it's so high for people. But this is going to be interesting. I'm going to be asking you about this. Let, let me know how it goes. How much food did you get inside the box? Um, I don't really know how to quantify. You know what I mean? It, it, Was it like five okay. pounds of food, seven pounds, four uh, pounds? You know what? Let me see if it tell me right here. And then I'm going to know what you got in the box. What did you get? Potatoes, what tomatoes? I got, I got, uh, I got two different types of lettuce. I got like some butter lettuce and I got um, an, um, another type of lettuce. And it wasn't uh, brown or anything. Lettuce. No, no, it wasn't huh. brown at all. I had plums. I got two different types of peaches. Okay. I love peaches. Uh, nectarines. Yeah. I got cilantro. We the fruit or ass. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Both. I got cilantro. Uh, I got some red onions. Were they misshapen or? Like I said, I can't, I don't understand why it's called ugly fruit because. Was this, were got, they small? Now the avocados were incredibly small. Okay. I got four avocados and they were incredibly small. Which they I looked like looked like golf balls. Okay. I don't know how big the pits are because we haven't cut them open yet. <laughs> I don't eat avocados. I got them from my wife. Okay. So I don't know how they taste and I don't know, you know, how big the pits are, but they're incredibly small. But other than that, um. Everything else is just look like normal stuff out the grocery store to me. Hmm. So can't 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 tell at all. But you got some savings. But okay. Yeah, I got a lot of a lot of produce for twenty bucks delivered to my house. Right? That's true too. To my porch. And once you cut it up, so, it all look the same. Okay. Yeah. Hello. It's it's, it's uh 
Yeah. So good tip. I'm, I'm, good tip. I'm, I'm very happy with it so far. So I'll keep you guys posted on it. Yeah, I want to know. I want you to f- figure out first of all. <laughs> whoa, was why? But I'm guessing it's because they're small. That's what I'm guessing. Grocery stores have all kinds of tricks and stuff like that with the food. Looking but they charge you by pound for produce. So what does, difference does it make if it's? Small? Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe some for some people, single people, sometimes they want small. Small, yeah. Right. I, I for do. me especially, definitely, definitely, that would be perfect for me because because of the serving size. Right. Instead of me having a whole full head of cabbage, you know, that could be like three or four pounds. If I can get a smaller one, that would be easier for me to fit it inside my fridge, mm-hmm. and it'll be much more convenient for me to have it that way. So that would definitely be a benefit. That wouldn't be a hindrance for me at all. So that would work. You know, they, 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 they also tinker with the meats at the store, too. Yeah, they do. Good. They glue them. Glue they glue them. They also put color in them. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. To make it red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that. They sure do. Or pink. Yep. Okay. So now it's time for our question of the week. So our question of the week for the podcast is, what would your last meal be? If you were on death row for some heinous crime, you were about to be put to death, and they said you can have anything you want as your last meal, what would it be? We got some good answers. I, I like our food answers. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I like food. I don't know what it is. But. <laughs> food is popular. People yeah, like food. Food, food, food is popular. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it is. Yeah, it is. I'm yeah. thinking about it right now. So... um Momo though his first def- he started off really bad for me and it got better but yeah I almost almost threw up in my mouth a little bit everybody always <laughs> I always have to have a B answer when it comes to these questions like this so Momo's response is Momo said fried chitlin hoagie with extra mayo onions hot sauce American cheese oh my god that is so disgusting dude extra mayo and I hate saying that people something that people like is disgusting but i can't help you i'm sorry yeah I, you lost me at extra mayo <laughs> that's the part you find disgusting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> on a chit fried chitlin hoagies oh my god i can't even say it no more okay. yeah you gonna put mayo on that then he said in order of the spiciest wings chili cheese fries and an extra large chocolate cake shake and a fifth of jack wow if I'm dying, I'm going out in style. I'm not mad at you. Oh, can I get some pickles on the side? No. Wow, Momo. No. <laughs> Erica Lowry Jones. Shout out to Model E and Friends podcast. Yes. She said, some good old butter beans with okra and rice with cornbread. All right, I get that, it all. That's a simple Southern girl right there. That's I true. Right? That's a little, nice little Southern meal or whatever. That's her little last thing. Maybe Oprah make it for her. Maybe. <laughs> no, Oprah ain't going to get her nothing but the black eyed peas and cornbread. <laughs> okay. She ain't going to get no okra and uh, the rice and all that kind of stuff. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, and it's going to be bland. you're doing too much. <laughs> 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 Oh shit! Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, no, bitch, you gonna eat what I get. Okay. A, a PS audience, Google Aretha Franklin oh on Oprah's God. 40th birthday party, singing "Pride of Deeper Love" and watch Oprah dance. Okay. Oh my God! <laughs> Not even respectable. Wow. Okay, Chad Samuel Jr. says fried fish platter. Mmm. Got me watering over you here. You see what I'm saying? Including clam chowder. Oh, I like that too. Ugh. He lost me at the fried conch. Um, oh, like conch. Flounder, scallops, mm. shrimp, crab mm. cakes, cornbread, Damn. green beans, corn on the cob, mm. hush puppies, coleslaw, 
red velvet cake, coconut cake, and all the sweet tea with the mint I can drink. Oh my Damn. God, that is Woo. good. That is so <laughs> good. Right. That's the right. winner. I am not mad that at that. That is the winner ass. right there. Okay. I am okay. not mad at that. What, all right. There's not Chaz. anything he said that I did I disagree with. Chaz, give it up. Give it up, Chaz. I'm not mad at that at all. I can give or take a few items, but for the most part, yeah, I'm down. That was pretty damn. Give me a plate. That was pretty, pretty damn awesome right there. I'll be there with you talking. So, uh, Lisa McIntyre Gibson of the uh, shout out to the um, I Shake My Head podcast with Lisa and Sam. This is that Lisa, that famous Lisa. That Lisa. She says, bless her heart, uh, uh, McRib from McDonald's. Poor thing. I feel well, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't her last meal before, it was going to be her last. <laughs> it was going to be her, la- her last meal. <laughs> the hell? Oh she also got to die seasonally. Because I'm sure year round. <laughs> I, I feel bad for her. I feel like <laughs> if she said that, that she wants that as her last meal, mm. I feel like that she hasn't experienced good food in her I, life. She didn't even customize it like extra pickles or nothing. Never. Man, no onions, no And of all, I died that little inside. And of all that thing, all the things on that menu. First of all, it's McDonald's, <laughs> and then you pick the worst thing on the McDonald's. And it menu. only come once a year, right? <laughs> and it, oh my god, this, this mm-hmm. is so bad. Oh, that's a poor thing. I feel bad for her. I'm shaking my head. It ain't got no bones in it. It's bone shaped. Your last meal. Mm. That's what I shake my head at. I can't even. That was gonna be a last meal, all right. Okay, Bobby Holiday says linguine with clam sauce and garlic bread. Typical. Uh, that sounds like a typical New England meal right there. And a, a hot fudge sundae for dessert. I'm in carb coma just thinking about it. And then she also threw in. Uh, so, oh yeah, somebody said something about a coconut cake. I'll take that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damon the Weasel Stanford said enough. Oh, he got some good. He's enough barbecue ribs and potato salad to put me into a coma. Oh yes. There's a lot of food comas going on in the comments. That's the best coma. <laughs> 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 And this this is so Doug. This is from my buddy Doug Ramsey. We call him Rambo. Uh, his he said two bacon cheeseburgers, no onions, large fries, and a large coke. Simple. And yeah, and the reason why I don't feel bad for Doug, do I do for Lisa, is just because <laughs> well, just cause Doug is just like a really simple guy. You know mm. what I'm saying? He's just like a really that's just Doug, and it's just that's just Rambo. That's this meal. That's just Rambo all over. But that like, could actually be in. that actually could be a nice fine meal it's, though. Yeah, a, a, it's it's a bacon cheeseburger. Where? Yeah, and they got you, some you, damn you said, good bacon cheeseburgers. Yeah, out there. yeah. You said Burger King. Yeah, yeah. If you said Burger King, I'd be I'd be crying <laughs> yeah. again. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be crying again. Like, this nigga want a Junior Whistler cheeseburger. <laughs> but I did shed a tear for Lisa. Like, I'm still. Uh, Lisa, my stomach still hurt. I know. I pour out a little liquor. <laughs> okay. Uh, my girl Tina Moten said, uh, shout out to you, Pip. Deep dish Chicago pizza. Mm. That's not what right. I don't choose, though. I yeah. like crispy. And uh, Mindy from the Mork and Mindy show. <laughs> Mindy yeah, said, man. lobster, steak, and a pile of crab legs. Surfing mm. turf for my girl. Ooh. Okay. I'm she don't even want no sides. No. <laughs> Just bring the meat. Okay. Just, bring the, okay. Just pour it on the table. And then. Uh, Cat, Cat says, uh, Kit Cat from the chat, from the, the chat from uh, the Morky Mini Show. She said, prime rib, fried shrimp, snow crab, and top it off with French silk pie for dessert. Girl, come on. <laughs> okay. So now we got a couple of awards going on on this one. I, I'm giving an award for the, 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 the simplest meal goes to, to a Rambo. Simplest meal. Um, 
I want to go give the the simple Southern meal. I'm gonna get that to to Twitter baby Erica Lowry Jones. I'm gonna give the the saddest meal to Lisa. <laughs> Definitely. And and Miss Gwen, Miss Gwen Turner, she gives the war for the the most like complete meal, like a like something you would have on like Sunday dinner. You know what I'm saying? What your mom? This is what she yes. said. Miss Gwen Turner said fried chicken with gravy on the side, pinto beans, collard greens, cornbread, a big red. And if you guys who don't know, Big Red is a, is a soda. Uh, soda pop. Pop. Uh, and a German chocolate cake. My mother would cook this for uh, our, cook us our favorite meals on our birthdays, and this was mine. Was Girl. To, to Gwen. That's good. <laughs> I'll still take Chaz's meal, though. Oh, yeah. I, yeah Chaz, he, he, yeah, he did it. Shout out to Chaz. He did the damn thing. He's okay. a wealth of knowledge. So now we go in the studio to Mr. Pip Lily. I want uh, some. Uh, Shrimp and grits. Okay. And I want the grits to be cheddar cheese bacon grits. Oh, right. With some okay. sour cream in them. Because mm. um, I want them rich and good. I ain't worried about lactose intolerance because I'm dying. Right. Um, <laughs> I do want also some uh, fried chicken smothered on the side with mm-hmm. some, uh, some skillet potatoes. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I want to also have with that some collard greens and then some banana pudding. Ah! Okay. Hang hey, now. <sighs> okay. Okay. So since it's my last meal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to start off my first course. Okay. And I want to have French toast with like an over. So you're going to do all of them? You're going to have breakfast like the <laughs> you're going to start with breakfast, then go to lunch, then dinner. Is that what we're doing? Then dessert. Is that how we're doing it, D? Dang, Dina, let me live. <laughs> I, I ain't judging. I'm just asking. I'm Hell I'm motherfucking yeah. You already know what's about to go down when I say French toast. <laughs> okay. First course is going to be French toast with uh, probably a few mimosas. I'm going to do an over over medium egg. Dude, with you're having brunch. Yeah. Uh-huh, with skillet with some skillet potatoes and um okay we'll we'll leave it like that then for my second course mm-hmm. i definitely would like to have like um some chitlins and some collard greens and some candy yams and some cornbread and some beans and some um Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some oxtails. Ooh, oxtails. Mm-hmm. Some oxtails. Right there for my third course, I want to do some Jamaican curry chicken with rice and peas and some fried cabbage. No patties. And maybe me, you can throw in some patties. Why, why not? Okay. <laughs> it's my last meal. And then, and then for my third course, I want to have banana pudding. German chocolate cake, strawberry shortcake, mm. and a big ass 16 ounce cold stone ice cream that got <laughs> caramel, cake batter ice cream, cake pieces, cookie dough, and graham cracker crust sprinkled That's inside. Mix. My dessert is from the same place. Uh, I love cold stones. I love, yeah, I love ice cream, and I love ice cream with a lot of stuff in it. Uh huh. So cold stones was made. It was me. made for me. For me too. It was made for me, us. We we didn't eat yes, go we there do. one day and bond. Yes. Over some cold stones. I'll be always trying to be like, could y'all put my? Could y'all make me my own special? They guys be like, bitch, you don't even come here enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, expensive. I'll go with y'all on the day when we, I don't have nothing to do afterwards. Cause I'm gonna be farty. <laughs> you and me. <laughs> You and me. I'm lactose intolerant, but fuck it. This is my last day. Okay. So here's mine, and this is like not going to make any kind of sense. There's no kind of, this is not like it's a, your meal. A yeah. Meal. Right. It's not even a meal. It's just, I'm just listing 
my favorite things that I would want to have before I leave this earth is basically what I'm doing. Okay. So, um, ribeye steak, mm. uh, gumbo, oh, jerk chicken, um, and then see, I love chicken. So I'm going to have to have chicken a few different ways. I got to have mm. jerk chicken. Then I want to have, then I'm going to have like a wing platter mm-hmm. and I'm going to have like a couple of buffalo, mm-hmm. wing, just like just a couple pieces, buffalo, a couple of lemon pepper, mm. uh, garlic parmesan, mm-hmm. and then um, just regular, regular fried wings. Okay. Um, so that's all the chicken. And let's see, I got to have some catfish before I go. I love catfish. I have some catfish. Um, Probably some dressing because I only get dressing like once a year. So oh, dressing yeah. Ooh, my mom makes good dressing. That's what I had for my birthday last year. My brother's dressing. mom. Mm. Dressing gravy, um, dirty rice, and some mixed greens. And that's that's it. I'm good. Mm. I left off my seafood course. In my, <laughs> <laughs> in my last meal too. Throw that, throw that back in there. <laughs> Why am I still hungry? <laughs> oh, I got fish. Fried catfish, right? And my crab legs oh, and shit. Man. Crab legs mm, with lots of butter. Oh. So yeah, that was fun. That was fun. So hey, I, I was, like that one. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I told you, I knew that would be a winner when we when we did the food. That would that would be a good one. So a shout out to Fatima. Shout out to yes. Fatima. Did not answer the question, by the way. Mm. Even though okay. I tagged her and told her I was looking for her to answer the question, she still didn't answer. But I don't shake. think she does. I don't think she's on Facebook much. So, but anyway, yeah. Shout out to Fatima and, and uh, shout out to there are some people who uh, had some some nice stuff to say about her in the comments and whatnot. I know Chas had some nice stuff to say. He looked her up. He's following her now. Um, I was thinking we would do this, Pip. Um, I was thinking one of us would play the game today. Today? Mm-hmm. You want to play the game? Yeah, we have time. Okay. So, because I wanted, I think each one of us should play until all three of us has played it. You know, the game that we play with our guests. Uh huh. So, uh, oh my well, goodness. So who's gonna go? I'll go first. Awesome. Okay. It'll be I. All right. Okay. So we're gonna play Shizzer that. Okay. All right, we're going to play Shiz or That on the Shiznit Showdown. Yay! Today's contestant is Dijon Monique. And you have to choose between two different items, and you can only choose one. It's up to you whether you're going to choose the thing that you like the most or if you need to eliminate the thing that you like the least. I am going to eliminate. I'm going to ch- choose the thing that I want to get rid of forever or give to white people. That's what I'm going to choose. Oh, my God. See, she always no, turned no, negative. No, okay, I'm going to choose the thing. I'm going to choose the thing that I want to get rid of forever. Damn, fuck it. Damn. All right. Yes. So, you, well... <laughs> We will know that the thing you don't say is the thing you want to give to white people. No, but the thing it's you choose, not. Stop saying that. But the thing you choose is the one that you want to keep. That is not about giving trash to white people. That is not this game. It's We're not, not doing trash. That. It's the thing she doesn't want. Okay, well, that's what trash is. <laughs> the thing you don't want. That is not how this game is being trash. played today. We're not doing that. All right, pick the thing you like. All right, here we go. KFC or Popeyes? Pick the thing I like? Yes. Okay. Uh, KFC. Uh, RuPaul or Medea? RuPaul. Big Daddy Kane or Biggie Smalls? Biggie. Justin Timberlake or Robin Thicke? Justin. Lil' Kim or Foxy Brown? Oh, the Fox. Debbie Allen or Felicia Rashad? <sighs> Debbie Allen. Carol the Popeye's Lady or Aunt Jemima? Aunt Jemima. Flats or drums? Flats. Smothered or fried? Smothered. Wig or weave? 
Weave. Hash brown or home fries? Mm. Home fries. The Oscars or Oscar Mayer? Oscar Mayer. Kickstarter or Nick Carter? Kickstarter. Drake or Drake's Cakes? Ooh. What? He changed it. <laughs> that wasn't in there before. <laughs> oh, I got I got Drake's Cakes. Fried rice or Rice Krispies? <sighs> rice Krispies. Jesse Jackson or the Jackson 5? Oh, the Jackson 5. Malt liquor or hard liquor? Hard liquor. Lil John or Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. All right. Let me calculate your score. I had a dream about Lil Wayne. <laughs> and it looks Do I get like a bonus oh, point for that. That you had a dream? Sure, I'll give you an extra point for that. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't beat Fatima's score from last week. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> but you did it very well. You got a ninety-one point three. All right. That's an excellent score. That's still an A. Yeah. There's a couple answers that surprised me. Which ones? The the Aunt Jemima, uh That surprised me. The I love pancakes. Okay. I. And now it makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, that surprised me. And what was the other one? Ninja Mama got a perm. What was another one that surprised me? The uh, I can't remember what it was that fast. There's so many of them. Was it Foxy Brown or? No, it wasn't that one. I can't remember. Oh well. Okay. <clears throat> so okay, let's see what we got. Get out of here. What we got? We got some feedback. Time yeah. And we have a voicemail from none other than you know what I'm gonna do? I, I, I'm I'm gonna create an intro jingle, and this is gonna be BTG's own segment on our show. I love it. <laughs> he's just that's having awesome. an old segment because he's just like I think that's the best it. idea. <laughs> so here's uh, BTG's uh, business correspondent. Okay. Here's BTG's uh, last meal uh, from comment. the streets. Dino Red Pip Lily Dijon Monique the Shiznit Show. What would I order if I was on death row? My last meal. That's easy. I want IHOP unlimited pancakes, okay? And then on the side, I would like a fresh, a fresh, right out of the grease, the Red Robins bottomless fries. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my God! You wanna know why? It's a weird comment. Ain't nobody dying today, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of carbs, but uh, I, I'm not. I'm not mad at you for for your choices. I am a little bit sad for you that you think that the IHOP pancakes are that good. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit sad that 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 those are. Even though they're specialty ones or whatever, are not that bad. It just I can't believe that that's on the top of your list though. Especially LA man, the griddle on Sunset. <sighs> Yes. Sunset Fairfax? Yes, I know well, that place. That place what's, is great. What's the one that's in the Grove right there on Fairfax? That's right there on the front. Oh, yeah, I know where you're talking about. They have two locations. Dulons. Du- du- yeah. No, no, no Dupars. Dupars. It's called Dupars. Yeah, around forever. Dupars. Oh, my God. You have not lived. Yeah. He's young. I don't think he's been exposed to oh, a sorry. lot of the good food. Yeah, one of my chef daddies took me there. My buddy Reggie's kind of like that, too. He have, I got to put him up on, like, he was like, oh, yeah, this honeycomb. Yeah, he's like, every place you take me, he'd be like, I'm like, man, I ain't going to take you to no bullshit. And you ain't got to spend a billion dollars to like, have some decent food. My auntie been hollering about honey kettle chicken forever. Good. She know good food. I'm going to take you there. Okay. Um, all right. That's it. That is it, y'all. No. That's mm-hmm. That's the end. Goodbye, Aretha. That is the end. <laughs> <laughs> we'll still be talking about Aretha next week because her funeral is next weekend. Oh, yeah. See you next week, Aretha. All right, you guys. So, thank you guys for tuning in to another Shiznit show. And we will see you guys next week. So, yeah. for uh, Dijon Monique. Just the girl in my world. For Pip Lily. I'll say a little prayer for you. 
I'm Dino Red saying holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.